to create a space to help you make your way through the world. When you gotta stop living up here, start living down here. The way to do that is safe space for depravity. depravity, 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 depravity. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen and non-binary folk. This is a safe space for depravity podcast. I am Wellington Voice. And I'm Quinn Lemieux. What's going on, my guy? Other than the fact that we missed another week. <laughs> we took another vacation. <laughs> Wait, uh, this one was actually a vacation, though. Yeah, this one this one was actually real. Uh, so somebody had a birthday. I did. It was me. <laughs> oh, my yeah. gosh. Happy birthday, Welly. <laughs> yeah, so. Also, happy birthday, gay people. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So uh, me and couple of friends went to Atlanta and we were there on Thursday and then you know we thought about it and I brought a mic and uh okay yeah so so my birthday was Thursday they came in Wednesday and they were there for the whole weekend um pretty much half the week uh and Thursday came around and we had some shit that we had to get done and then we came home and then we were like okay let's we're really hungover right now. Let's just chill out. And then it just all all of a sudden it was five o'clock, and we just had to start figuring out moves, and also had to start drinking a little bit more. And things got pushed to the side, and it's like, oh, we'll do it tomorrow morning. And then, yeah, tomorrow morning came and went, and then we had some other moves that had to that had to get made, and uh, we, had do, we had to do karaoke. That's what that was my birthday wish. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it didn't happen. I, as you know. Sorry. <laughs> Apologies. Um, yeah. We'd love to be committed to the craft, but sometimes uh, things get in the way and still committed. They're just going to be sometimes a week late if that's the case. Yeah. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Hey, hey don't. Yeah. <laughs> she was <Yeah>. a wool. <laughs> what yeah. are you going to do? Yeah. I, yeah. So, so, you know, sorry. Um, yeah. No, I, I haven't heard anybody upset, so it is. No, l- luckily this week no one like berated us about not coming out with shit, so I didn't feel as guilty. Also, the hangover that I'm, I just got over probably on Wednesday <laughs> mm-hmm. was unreal. Um, I I wanted to text you this because I was just be like, hey man, this is the first day where I've gone to the bathroom like repetitively like pee not not shit but like repetitively like because out of drinking a gallon of water because that first day when y'all left i drank a gallon and a half of water i peed twice that day yeah the next day Mm -hmm. i i drank another gallon of water i peed about three times that is not normal because that's how dehydrated my body was throughout all the fuck shit that we did and, and and there's so much that goes into like, oh yeah, like I'm grabbing, I'm not grabbing a water with every drink, but I'm making sure I have two or three waters on any given occasion. And, you know, it's just not enough. And the thing is, not is that especially when, you know, you're having some tipsy pops and adult beverages, uh, you're putting so much liquid in your body that you have to go to the bathroom, but so you don't want to drink you know, more water because that's going to compound the problem, but it's just, it's not, it's just not nearly enough. And, you know, you'd think after about a decade of doing this, you'd get better at it and you don't. You don't. Uh, it, um, you, you think you do get better at the drinking, but your body gets worse from the after effects of the drinking because I remember when, like, in high school, like, after a big night of drinking, realistically, not having any more than, like, nine drinks. Whereas last Friday, it was wake up. <laughs> it was wake up, drink, uh, eat. No, not even eat. It was just drink, get an Uber, drink, um, and then have Fogo, drink at Fogo, and all. It was just nonstop, and yeah, I don't remember. I drank like probably three glasses, that four was- glasses of water. That was the most the the most adult part of that entire trip is that four people split a bottle of wine at a restaurant. That is absolutely true, and then it ended up all over Ryan. 
<laughs> yeah. So really, we had like we each had a glass of wine. So yeah. that was the most adult part of anything that took place. We got a nice little red Merlot and uh, just a super fancy Brazilian steakhouse. Um, and we we didn't feel like we belonged because I was in there in a pink hoodie, um, some pink board shorts that were like hiked up pretty high over my knees and some back to the future socks. So those were also had some pink and blue and yeah, didn't feel like we belonged in this fancy restaurant where people were actually wearing button ups and ties and shit like that. And then, you know what? A bottle, a glass spills on my friend in the middle of a bunch of other people while we were just laughing and joking. And it's just like, Oh, and it was, and it was incredible because that happens and within this steakhouse there's like 60 waiters i mean it's a big place but there's like 60 waiters or various people working there working the floor and not and so really paying happens. attention per table it's just like oh hey do you need this and yeah so within 30 seconds of this happening a waiter comes by with a shout wipe and a glass of club soda and goes oh uh i saw that you spilled i thought that this could help and it was an incredible amount of service but one of those super freaky things where you're like what the fuck where yeah, are who's you you're, it was like one of those things where you you're, you think you're being narcissistic like oh everybody's watching me yeah like no they were watching us. they were watching you yeah <laughs> so that happens and then you know, we're laughing about how incredible the service is. And then we get to a point where either I was going to ask for a check or to get uh, to get you a, a birthday cake. No. And so <laughs> so within the 30 seconds of getting that shout pad and all that stuff, you're like, oh, if you see four and our waiter, whose name is Forrest, I think. Horace. Horace. Okay, yeah. got it. He's like, oh, if you see Horace, he comes up with a glass of water because Quinn was about to ask for just a glass of water yeah. just for him. And the guy's just like, boom, right there. And he's just like, holy shit, what the yeah. fuck is going on? It was, yeah, it was in, it was incredible. And um, then you had the, the birthday cake and check. Yeah. And all of it just happened so quick. Yeah, it was, it was an incredible incredible service so anybody that's in the atlanta buckhead area please go to fogo to show uh it was quite the experience uh the food was great but man was that the best service i've ever had at a at a dining restaurant yeah i i was super impressed and i still want to go back by myself oh, <laughs> because i didn't get to eat my weight i felt held back but For also Yes, for great reason because we had to go. It, uh, that yeah, day go was awful karaoke. for my. Yeah, we had to sing karaoke, but that day for my stomach was also in just an uproar. So yeah, yeah it was very smart for me to cut back. Yeah, so that's where we've been, um, and in between then and now, I have found two new YouTube channels, and for those of you who don't know. I am a big-time YouTube connoisseur. It is my preferred medium of entertainment uh, over TV or Netflix or anything else. I prefer finding stuff on YouTube, and so whenever I find, yeah, well, and whenever I find stuff, it's always something I get real excited about. So the first one I'll talk about isn't super interesting, but I do just want to show some love to the man Johnny Harris. Uh, who is the former uh, creator of the Vox series Borders, um, who got fired this year after back-to-backing Emmy nominations on this YouTube internet show, which is dope as fuck. Um, and he has created his own YouTube channel because Vox fired him. So, uh, or let him go or whatever. Anyway, the super- Vox or Fox? Vox, V-O-X. Uh, uh, the website, which does, oh. which kind of, I don't, I don't want to say like pioneered, but they made a name on doing, um, uh, explainer videos on things. So his series was basically just like talking about different regions of the world or talking about like borders of things. So like he does a great expose on like, there's this little town in Washington 
that when they drew the border of Canada and America, it's a peninsula, but the top of it is Canada and the bottom of it are on all sides are water. So for the kids to go to high school, they have to go up through the Canadian border, go around, back through the Canadian border, and then go to school. And then when they get done with school, they have to go up to the Canadian border, through Canada, and then back through the Canadian border to get back home because this place just got marked off incorrectly and it belongs to Washington, but is like... This is a thing? This is a thing. And so... They originally talked about it in terms of like, oh, like this is so quirky and weird. And then they talked about how once COVID hit, nobody could get in and out of the country. So they couldn't go to school. They couldn't go to school. They were just stuck there. They couldn't pass the border in Canada. Oh, so they couldn't go to school or home. Well, they were home. Like you could, they were, they were home, but like they couldn't leave to go anywhere. So like they talked about like. Maybe there's some people here that want to just sell to Canada so we can get all the stuff or like be able to go to Canadian school and just like how crazy that was. And he's got a bunch of, you know, different videos and he's extremely good at using um, uh, After Effects and a bunch of other like video making stuff and, and makes really interesting content. So I want to give him a quick shout out. Um, he also has a viral video about why McDonald's ice cream machines are always broken, which is a fantastic uh, little video on something that everybody knows, but he talks about why it's a thing. Um, so I won't spoil it, but go, go check that, go check that shit out. Johnny Harris, exactly the way it sounds. Um, the second one is kind of a mix between, uh, a favorite of mine, Hassan Piker and, um, and another channel called John can't swim. And John can't swim has a, is a group of people who uh, take police interrogation footage and like put it all into context of like what the crime was, like how crazy all the stuff is. And Hassan Piker has been watching these on stream and I will watch a lot of stuff that Hassan puts out, but this stuff in particular is pretty wild because like there's one about like a bunch of people getting drug into interrogation rooms that didn't do the thing. And so like, they'll spend an hour like going through footage of people who were falsely accused and like looking at the body language and like how crazy it is and like how weird all this stuff was. But I watched one today uh, about a woman in Florida, shocker, uh, who gets married to this, uh, who was an escort. Um, but then married. Yeah. Yeah. But then, but, but then married this guy. And, um, the name is, uh, uh, Dahlia, uh, Dahlia something, Dahlia Diatempo or something I like that. that because I really want to name my daughter Dahlia that. <laughs> yeah. Don't do that. There's too much, there's too much murder that surrounds that name. Good thing I'm just having a boy. So I'm gonna keep that one on like in the think piece. <laughs> so, so, so listen, listen to this. Cause I want your genuine reaction here. She marries this guy. He's got a lot of money. He's been on parole. Um, for a while for you know whatever whatever he's on parole for I think it's like drugs and shit like that classic Florida bullshit so uh, this girl knows obviously they get married um, after he left his wife after he met her as an escort so now he marries the escort very pretty woman stuff and then um, from there knows that he's on parole but now they have you know shared custody of the house and so tries to set him up three times with a baggie of cocaine, like essentially like, hey, you busted parole. You got to go back to jail for 20 years or whatever it is. And so the first time she calls the cops and they come into the house because they think they suspected something um, and she didn't plant any drug evidence. They couldn't find anything. The second time uh, they were waiting for him outside of some hotel and they couldn't find anything. The third time, she plants a baggie of cocaine in his cigarette, um, in his cigarette box. The cops find it, and he's like, "I have no fucking idea how that got there. Like, I, I'm being set up. Yeah. Somebody wants to see me in jail. Whatever." The cops said it was so conspicuous and so out in the open. That there's no way anybody would try to hide something where we found this thing. You're free to go. Which, you know, 
What? He's a white. He's a white guy. Yeah. May, draw your own conclusions, whatever. But imagine what's going through. And and they said they looked at the wife, and she was so unemotional that they were like, "I don't know what the fuck's going on here." So we're just gonna throw this out and just move on with our lives and not deal with this again. Yeah. Why? Just yeah. Uh, as Hassan said, having a child in Florida is Florida abuse, or is uh, is child abuse. <laughs> um. So, so. From there, she's like, fuck, I need this house. Calls one of her ex-boyfriends saying, hey, baby, wants, like, essentially, hey, baby, wants some fuck. And he's like, sure, what's good? And she's like, all right, I'll fuck you, but you have to pretend to be a lawyer. Call my husband and say the best way to get off of probation is to sign the house over to over to his wife. And that will, like, help clear up some legal issues. This motherfucker goes and does it and gives the house to his wife. Sight unseen, doesn't know who the lawyer is. He wasn't pretending to be a lawyer that he knew. Just some random lawyer called his number, which like, whatever. Signs the house over to his wife. She and then ghosts him, and then ghosts the ex boyfriend. Never talks to him again. Uh, doesn't even you know fulfill that side of things. Goes over to her ex boyfriend, another ex boyfriend, and says, "Hey, you happen to know any hitmen?" <laughs> and so he's like. Let me see what I can do. Sure. Let, yeah, let me see what I can do. Goes to the police department and goes, yo, crazy shit just happened. My ex just asked me for a fucking hitman. You guys might want to handle this from here. And they're like, all right, cool, bet, got you. They send an undercover cop with a video camera in his backseat to go set up the hitman the hit, assassination. Yeah. yeah. Tells her where to be. She goes where she's supposed to be early in the morning, comes back. The cops are waiting for her outside of her place. And so as you're looking at this footage, you're like, yo, this shit is like primo. This doesn't look like, you know, body cam footage. Like the cop is mic'd up for some reason. And you're like, what's going on here? Guess who was in fucking town that week? Cops, the TV show, as this shit's going down. So they have the fucking cop mic'd up. They have the cameras there ready to go. So, so they're like double suited up. Like you got the fucking red cam, red camera of like all body cams. Dude, dude it was like per, it was the most perfect content of all time. So they're like, "Yo, your husband's dead. Shit's real fucked up in there. We got to take you down to the station and see if we can figure out some things." And. Then they take her down to the station and they're like, do you know who could have done this? Do you know what's up? Like, what's going on? She's like, I don't know. You know, I, there could be some things. He's on parole. Like, you know, um, blah, 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 blah. And then they walk out and then they bring the undercover cop that she thought was the hitman into the room in cuffs. And they're like, you recognize this guy? And she's like, I don't know who this motherfucker is. So that's all on y'all. I don't know what's going on, whatever. And so they're like, all right, cool. Just wanted to make sure because he was saying some pretty crazy shit. Anyway, she has no idea that they know everything that's going she, yeah, on. This, it's and, and, but, but, but like, think about the s sequence of events. They show up at her house. Don't put her in cuffs. They go, your husband's dead. Ain't that some crazy shit? She's like, oh, my God, I can't believe he's actually dead. This is so shocking to me. And then don't tell her what's going on. Take her to the police station. Still don't tell her what's going on. Throw an undercover cop in handcuffs and be like, do you sure you don't know what's going on? And she still is all part of this act. And. Like everybody's thinking, like at some point we gotta cuff her, right? Like this isn't yeah. like this isn't fucking theater. So then the cop comes back in and is like, "We know everything. You're fucking done." Yada yada yada. She doesn't cop to anything. Doesn't say a word about anything. And so she's like, "I'm trying to go home." And they're like, "No, absolutely not. You're going to jail." Cool. Gets to the jail. First person she calls, her husband. Says, yo, baby, you got to help me out. This shit's been fucked up over here. And she's like, he's like, I saw the videotape. What are you talking about? And she goes, no, are you are you going to help? You're not even trying. And he's like, what? You what tried to kill me. <laughs> you you thought I was dead an hour ago. And he goes, and she goes, baby, I would understand like if, if like it was this way or that way. But you're not even trying to help me. You scorpion woman. So... <laughs> They go to this back and forth of her just trying to gaslight the shit out of him. And then he goes, actually, you know what? You know what? I will help you. All I need you to do is sign me my house back over. And so she goes, uh, no, I'm not signing anything. And he goes, and I knew you wouldn't. So I'm not going to help you. 
best of luck, blah, blah, blah. And she goes, um, excuse me. Like, I cannot believe like, this is not true. Goes through that whole thing, goes to trial, gets convicted, procedural shit fucks up. She gets out on house arrest for six years. They try her again and get her convicted again. The defense, the Boynton beach police department set the whole thing up as a hoax. That was the defense strategy. They said cops was there. Obviously, they needed to make a great TV show. They have her asking for a hitman on camera discussing payment and have the payment in full. And the defense was like, they trying to make a TV show. That's all we can really do for you. That, that would require for her to be in on it as well in nope. order for her to get that kind of like, hey, uh, yeah, kill my husband. It was the most demonic shit i've ever seen in my life to have try to get somebody killed and then immediately after that call them and say why aren't you helping you're not trying i it's the most fun i've had watching a youtube video in years hassan losing his fucking mind watching this this girl just be like uh yeah i don't understand why why he's not helping right now and he's just like this is the nicest guy i've ever met in my entire life the fact that he didn't just hang up the phone is unbelievable to me but yeah so so that that channel is called john can't swim would highly recommend it because there's a bunch of other great videos on there even though i just spoiled the shit out of that one but it was that's worth it though it was everybody needs to go check that shit out because it is they are so long and so good um it's just, it's just about some of the crazy shit that people do when they get into those interrogation rooms. But I'll give her credit. She didn't sp- She didn't crack one bit. She is insane as the day she went in. Holy shit. <laughs> that's, that's, that's fucking astronomically, like, the audacity that she would have just to be like, you're not helping. <laughs> no, not I'm that not you're not helping. Shit. She help said, me. help me. Yeah, she said, help me, and says, you're not even trying you're not what i'm sorry there's a misunderstanding here where you didn't try to get me killed just just two hours ago yeah yeah i get that but try you know me (laughs) what i'm sorry i just saw you on video say hey i'm gonna dust it up a little bit make it look like a robbery and then he's getting two in the head and you go oh okay (laughs) oh okay she (laughs) got it yeah she she never apologizes the dude in court has to get up and answer some of like the defense lawyer the defense attorney's questions and it's just like uh he's like so like uh you know do you think that this is something she she'd be capable of and he goes this is a joke right the whole court just busts up laughing goes you saw the video what do you want what do you want me to say and the defense attorney goes do you think this is funny and he goes some of it yeah <laughs> the whole courtroom just busts up laughing. It's just like he's like, "Listen, when I did stuff wrong, I'm on probation right now. When I did stuff wrong, I said, "Yeah, I did it. Let's move on with the whole situation." Her, she doesn't even know that she's done anything wrong. She hasn't said anything about it, and now I got to keep coming up here, missing whatever I got to miss to make sure that she goes to jail for trying to kill me. And you're asking me if I think she's capable of it? He's like, "You got to be kidding me." <laughs> <laughs> so did she actually get convicted or uh, convicted? She's in until 2032 with no chance of parole. But 2032 is going to roll around. Yeah, I mean, hey, it's about to be 2020. How long ago was this? Like 2009. Oh, wow. Yeah. So So I it's mean, a minute ago. So she's 20 something, 30 yeah. some years. But she was on a house arrest, so she did 2 years, house arrest for 6 years and then got another 16 years. Which is like, she's going to be 50 by the time she gets out. And she was like, I don't know. I don't know what that mass out to. But she was young when she went in. That's crazy. Speaking of like bullshit with the <laughs> judicial system. Uh, we got some sad news uh, earlier this week on the everybody's former favorite TV dad. Yep. And well-renowned, I guess, stand-up comedian, Bill Cosby is set free. And I don't know how the state of Pennsylvania is just... I I don't know. It's upsetting because everybody's committed at this point. 
I don't think there's one person that's been like, Bill didn't do it. I don't see. I don't see a lot of Bill stands out there. No, 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 not anymore. Nope, all washed up, all gone. Um, the love for him is just gone. Except, did you see um, Felicia Rashad defend no. him? No. Claire Claire Huxtable defend him, saying, "Thank God, something um, uh, for a good man for a bad crime." Is now being done justicely, like some bullshit like that. Yeah, and right now she is about to be uh, the dean or something, or the head uh, something of Howard University or one of the universe HBCUs. And yeah, I don't see how that's gonna go well. Where you have this rape apologist running your school or like even being yeah yeah you want to talk you want to talk about the worst crossover in history let's get a rape apologist to deal with campus campus rape culture okay sounds good <laughs> this is a systemic problem i know what we should do get somebody who exacerbates a systemic problem it's crazy it's insane um but it, i don't know exactly how he got out like what what's All right. All right, you, so, you can explain yeah all right, so the way, or at least what I read and what I understood about it is that there's a difference between criminal court and civil court. So, like, criminal court is, you know, has to deal with crimes, like uh, laws that you break that have to do with states. Civil court is, like, stuff that has to deal with, like, person-to-person shit. So, if, like, you owe me $1,500, like, yeah. you know, you go to small claims court. Like, that's civil court. So, what happened was, uh, essentially... He had gone to civil court to settle um, to settle something with one of the women who were involved with this stuff. So as they're going through this whole thing, apparently they reached a settlement where either there was an allocution, which basically says, like, I'll admit to what happened, um, but it's not like, like, I'll apologize, but that's kind of like it. Like, I'll admit wrongdoing, but, like, that's the end of it. And agree to X amount of money. And so I guess there was some form of that going on where with just one woman though. Yeah. With just one woman. But basically what happened was they, they, they said, okay, if you do the, or he said, if I do this, I will do this. But the, the condition is that these statements that I make in here in this courtroom or in this piece of paper or whatever cannot be used for, for, uh, for criminal prosecution later on down the line. Like that was the terms of their agreement. I'm going to say this shit. You're not going to be able to use it to prosecute me later, but I will admit to this and money or whatever the fuck else that they agree to. So what happened was, is that the, either the attorney general of Pennsylvania or the state uh, attorney of Pennsylvania was trying to build a case against Cosby. And he had known about this civil thing. And he looked back at it and he said, uh, either, and I don't, this is where it gets muddy. Like either he looked at it, saw it, understood that these words were put in a context of you can't prosecute me for them, didn't care and did it anyway. Or he saw it, looked at it, didn't know where the fuck that this admission had come from and then used it anyway. But basically part of that case included that testimony and that testimony is inadmissible. Therefore, it he you can't send him to jail on that so the trial is basically in invalidated and i talked to just uh, from this one instance yeah because basically you've completed you've completed a trial and introduced evidence and gone through with it and didn't you know and didn't throw it out or didn't tell them to disregard it so everything in that trial could be muddied by that one specific thing that's inadmissible you can't say that if that wasn't in it he still would have gotten convicted like that's just not how it works so i asked somebody that would know about this not this specifically but just in legal proceedings like you know what do you think happened about this and the response i got back was this is like a colossal fuck up like this isn't somebody was trying to get their points or somebody was trying to go to the next like this is somebody fucked up bad and like like basically somebody's going to lose their job over this. And like, once you get to the level that like would have garnered like a Cosby level prosecution, like the people who are working on that have not only been lawyers for so long, but have worked as prosecutors in the state for a long, long time. So it's like, these are super experienced people that made 
a gigantic fucking mistake. And I mean, just working on this trial alone has been four years. So, like, you've gotten some experience, even if you just fucking started in the biz. So I don't know what happens next, like, if if there's potential for him to be retried. Because what I'd assume uh, is that if that evidence was tainted, maybe they can go find another jury that they could use to prosecute him on the same charges since that last one was fucked up. Because I guess if you... Because the same thing that I was talking about before, there was more to it, but that girl I was talking about before... Uh, she had one trial, uh, same shit. Like some shit got fucked up, whatever. And then she was under house arrest and then they yeah, got another that, trial. Yeah. So it, but it was the same charge. So I think when that stuff happens, you're allowed to bring up the same charge again, but I don't really know. Like, I, I don't know where it goes from, from here. Um, as far there's as, like, multiple accounts of women and I'm sure it was in different States. Mm-hmm. So like, I'm sure another state can bring up a claim towards him and imprison him at at this point. But kind of like R. Kelly, R. Kelly's shit is in Chicago or not Chicago, like the state of Illinois. Mm-hmm. But that's cause he kept his shit in, in yeah. his area. Cause he was running a fucking sex dungeon and all that yeah. stuff with the underage girls. But I'm sure the other claims, if that became like dismissed or whatever, mm-hmm he's got Atlanta, he's got Houston, he's got wherever, because I'm sure there's women in, or f- yeah. now women who have claims towards against him. So yeah. I, yeah. And, and to be honest, I, I don't know how any of that stuff works. Cause what I'd assume is that they could, I don't know. I'm not even going to speak on it. Cause I, I really don't understand how like jurisdictions on certain things, uh, end up there. But regardless, yeah, I mean, he's set free on a fucking technicality and here we are. Yeah. I I'd see the day to be like, fuck Bill Cosby, but I'm, it's always big fuck Bill Cosby over here. <laughs> yeah, I feel you. I mean, fuck you, Mr. Doctor Yeah. Meanwhile, meanwhile, Joe Exotic's still in jail. I thought he was dying. I don't know. COVID at some point. I mean, um, th- there's nothing better to me that than the day before Biden gets inaugurated, he had a limo waiting outside hit the jail to come pick him up because he thought Trump might last second him. Uh, I mean, nobody's accused him of being a smart guy, but I, I love lo- exotic. <laughs> that, that's just hope. I'm gay. I've had kinky sex. I'm, I'm married to two other dudes. And one of those dudes blew his fucking brains out because he thought it was funny to stare at the barrel of a gun. I, I, I don't think that there, there will ever be, Anything that hit quite the same way as ti- as the Tiger King pandemic combo. No, not at all. Not at all. Like, that was just all, that's all we could talk about for months. Well, not even months. It felt like months because we were stuck in our house. <laughs> but, like, it was just insane because you just find out that this man in Oklahoma is running a Tiger thing and all this shit. But also, this lady in Florida who is batshit crazy who killed her husband. And also, back to this man who's in Oklahoma who has two straight men marry him just for money on purpose with his knowledge. And they, they're they not gay by law, but like they're they're in a, a, a partnership with this man. It's, and it's, obviously one of them was so de- fucking depressed, he shot himself in the fucking head. And the other guy later on is like, yo, yeah, I'm... I'm not really that gay or I'm, I guess bisexual or what. However, I don't know, but yes, like it was just such an insane story. It was, <laughs> it was the, it was, I, somebody was asking me about it. Like, and I was like, listen, I could tell you the top 10 things in that documentary and I'll miss something. And it you'll still be like, Whoa, what the fuck? And it's unspoilable. They, like and and again, like even you look at the minutia of like the things in there when that uh when uh homie got his arm uh homie got their arm bitten off, yeah, yeah and yeah. he comes out with the fucking paramedic jacket on, do you remember that vaguely dude, but I just I remember the they uh, get their they get their arm bitten off. And like yeah. they're waiting for the ambulances to come. I like the pronouns that you're using because that, that I, was what I was. I, if I yeah, if I if I remember correctly, I think it's uh, I think they prefer they pronoun. Anyway, it doesn't they, matter. They prefer he or she, 
he and him. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm just gonna back off of it. It they have pronouns. Whatever I, I'm doing my best to remember what their pronouns are, but this person it's over a year ago. It's yeah. So Joe Exotic runs away to go call the ambulance. He comes back out while this camera crew is there and has on a paramedics jacket. He changed out of whatever jacket he was in before this attack happened, came back out after calling the police and had a paramedic jacket on. Like just a windbreaker, not like he was suited up, just yeah. a windbreaker that he happened yeah. to have and not somewhere. It was readily available. So at some point he has thrown this on and it was it, it's just there's so many things about that documentary that are incredible. The gunshot thing, the fact that it's just framed like there's just a security yeah. camera that has the perfect framing and doesn't include the gun, the gunshot, just the, the the reaction. Like like you would shoot it in a movie. <laughs> yeah. Like it, it's the it's the most insane piece of of filmmaking to ever to ever exist, and especially just be in useful. A, yeah, just yeah. to be useful to make this documentary. Like. It, it's incredible. The whole thing is incredible. It's wild. And that, that was such a weird time. Yeah. That, that and it was that, and then like a few, maybe two weeks later, it was that Luca story with cats. Killed. Oh God, don't fuck with cats. Yeah. Don't fuck with cats. Luca Magnotti or whatever the fuck is. Bro, his name was. that was another story because like Netflix had to follow up with Net- something good. Netflix was like, "Hey, you want to see us do HBO?" <laughs> like that was my first thought was like how the fuck did netflix let this ride like if i was going to see that anywhere i'd just assume that was going to be an hbo documentary somewhere what's crazy is i vaguely remember what was it, like what was it kittens in a sand not sand yeah, kittens in the bag in the yeah. bathtub or whatever the fuck sorry like, this is super fucked up for those of you who haven't seen this I it's remember. a weird it's a weird story i wouldn't recommend anybody look into it because you had those websites like 4chan and stuff like that and like uh the shock scare uh websites and all that like we had bme pain olympics and like uh one guy one jar and just kid like i said kids in a sandbox and stuff like that like it was all that culture and i remember it in middle school kind of like watching not watching but i couldn't i couldn't do it i i'm someone who hates cats i mm-hmm. despise cats i'm very allergic to them and i think that's kind of what helps like me not like them because they make me feel bad and sick and everything mm-hmm. but i don't like cats that video at that time i couldn't stomach i've seen fucking like the like beheading videos and stuff like that at a young age and that video hurt me and i had to cut it off before anything went on like i could not stomach that i still couldn't like i still can't like animal abuse is one thing i just i literally cannot do especially hearing the i think i think that's a yeah i think that's a pretty a pretty universal thing i don't want to sound crazy and be like oh i can see like a video of a human being getting shot in the fucking face with a a a 12 gauge yeah there is a difference but at the same time like at that time i was like desensitized to so much shit and i thought oh what's this video and just clicked it and i said not me can't watch it can't do this i remember seeing the videos of russian people not russian but like in the backwoods of eastern europe where they would pick up homeless dudes and fucking jab them with a screwdriver in the face i've seen that shit yeah was okay the internet was a wild time yeah man uh that YouTube channel I was mentioning before did a uh, did a documentary on this dude who had gone too far into the incel community and like he took a van and hit a bunch of people in Canada. I've never in my life seen something that was so unbelievably cringe as the police sitting down with him and him trying to unravel 4chan in a 30 minute span. It was unfucking believable. He's like uh, so he's like, all right, so I know that you do a couple or like you, you've been in contact and you're a part of this community. What, uh, in, 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 involuntarily celibate. And the guy's like, okay, yeah. So like you guys refer to yourself as uh, incels and this dude is, is very matter of fact. Uh, I'm not going to make any judgments on any, you know, mental diagnosis, but he comes, uh, across as somebody who um is not socially well adjusted obviously um but 
perhaps, um, you know, is maybe somewhere on the spectrum of, um, autism. And he's like, so explain to me like where, like the whole incel thing. And he's like, well, we believe in like sitting across from a cop and says, well, so at the top you have Chad's and Stacy's and it's like, Oh, no, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> and he's like, so at the top you have Chad's and Stacy's and then below them are the normies. And then underneath them are the incels. And we feel rejected by society. And it was like, Oh no, dude. You- From your own the thing about incels is like, you feel rejected there is some level to narcissism of incels. Yeah. Oh, dude, what? <laughs> yes. Because it's like you think no one cares about you so much that everyone is worried about you. Like dude, that you think, oh, uh, I can't have sex with a woman because women are trash. It can't be that I'm trash. I'm trash. Like yeah. I don't know how to approach woman, so woman is evil woman needs to bow to me and my posse of other men that can't get women dude it it was it was just it was absolutely incredible just watching him say the word normies in front of a cop and chad's is worse chad's and stacy chad's and stacy chad's and stacy's was was horrific but yeah he was like um so yeah so there's chad stacy's normies and incels and and the thing about it is is that we just don't understand why there's so many bad men in the world and um that none of these women are at all interested in who we are and and what we do when we would all treat them so so well so someone in hassan's chat is like why didn't like somebody just like get him an escort and hassan lost his fucking mind he goes a woman doesn't solve mental issues (laughs) (laughs) why would you unleash a sex worker on some fucking insane person yeah that's the last thing he's like want to do he was he and he was like listen having sex with a woman is not going to deter you from doing a murder are you insane He's like, why would you feel bad for somebody like this? It's not that they can't get laid. It's that they literally don't understand what society is. But it was, it was, yeah. I mean, it was the nothing hardest. is like they don't have the understanding of nothing is owed to you in this world, yeah. especially sex. Just because a woman exists and you like her, which is not only an incel thing, but a lot of men need to get that point across. Women don't owe you shit. Nobody owes you shit in this life. So for you to assume that because someone's not interested in you and doesn't want to have sex with you or even talk to you, yeah. you just just have enough like cognitive thinking of skills of like, hey, Dude. maybe maybe not not all people want to fuck me. And it's okay. That's Dude, fine. It's it's one of my, it's one of the biggest double edged swords about the about the internet, because on one hand, it's so nice to find a community of people that can relate to the problem that you're having. Like, let's take. Uh, Don't say that. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like, this is what I'm talking about, though. It is so nice to be able to have solidarity, a, a support group of people that are like, oh, I also know what it's like living with this rare genetic disorder. Don't you hate it when you're, I don't, I don't know, but like your elbow pops out of place when you, whatever. And it's like, oh yeah, I hate that. That's so crazy. And it's like, oh man, I'm so happy that somebody else knows what I'm going through. The other side of that is the incel community of like, don't you hate when a woman crosses your path and doesn't immediately just want to have sex with you? And it's like, wait, hold on. You two don't need to be talking ever to each other. Don't you hate it? Did you hate it when a Chad just looks at you funny and he has a really hot Stacy girlfriend and they 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 laugh but you don't know if it's about you yeah. or anything and and it makes you mad and you spill fucking uh, ketchup on your Dude, small nuts. Small. And- <laughs> Dude, it is. It, like, like it's it's funny to me because like there's that one side where it's like, oh, that's so great because you're not going to find anybody in your community that has whatever that disease is. So it's great you have somebody to talk to. On the other side of things, you need to talk to literally anybody else but somebody else that agrees with you just to find somebody else that's like, hey, hey, but, 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 but we're here 
<laughs> we're all in the real world, and guess what? You're going to have to go to the grocery store sometimes, and people are going to look at you, and you just got to smile and wave, yeah. and guess what? Nobody will ever hate you. They might not like you, but they'll never hate you. So stop thinking that everybody cares about what you do. They're judging me because I'm wearing a fucking uh, clown posse t-shirt and <laughs> trip pants. Like, nope. They judge you because you haven't showered <laughs> showered in three weeks and you, you have tendy sauce all over you. <laughs> you fucking smell and you have tendy sauce all over your balls, all over your small balls. <laughs> Dude, it, it's just, it. yeah, it, it's one of those awful double-edged swords where it's like it's so nice sometimes to just have a have an outlet but there are just some people that don't need to talk to one another you can't bronies great example you guys need to find something else to do i used to work with a legitimate brony he might as well have been an incel as well but um he was a legitimate brony like at work on our breaks would be watching my little pony Mm -hmm. and 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 there's a (laughs) There's a funny story about him, and he told this openly it, at work, <laughs> at work, okay. and it got to the point where our managers came in and was just like, guys, you're at work. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> This is a job, but he told a story about how one time his ex-wife, at the time they were dating. Incredible. In high school, like 16 years old. His ex-wife wouldn't have sex with him. And so she was just like, I don't want to have sex with you. And he's just like, okay. And she had a um, a Pikachu stuffed animal. And he's just like, yeah. And so like, I found a sock. It wasn't her sock or my sock. I just found a random sock in the room. And she went to take a shower. And I cut a hole in the bottom of this Pikachu. And I put the sock in there, and I relieved myself. He told this story in a room full of at least 20 people from different departments at this job. I'm pretty sad. (laughs) When I tell you, my mind... The funny funny fact is, like my <laughs> people asked me to ask him, and I said I don't want to know. And someone else asked him about the story. Other people knew about this that worked with him for a while, and they're like, "Ask so and so about this incident." And so someone finally asked, and sure enough, this guy told the story in great detail, probably more detail than I just gave, and said he fucked a Pikachu. A stuffed animal Pikachu. Yeah, These are the people that walk among us. That yeah. are in our break rooms. That are in our bathrooms. Y'all are all worried about the wrong shit in this world. But that is a fucking supervillain amongst regular normies. Yeah, that's not that's not great. Um, I none of none of that is kosher. <laughs> no, not not an ounce of it. But you know the question, you know the <laughs> he fucked the Pikachu. <laughs> I don't even see that. Here's here's the issue, and and and, and really here's 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 what's. I at, wish I was making this up. <laughs> no, nah, here's here's honestly the the heart of of the problem with that to me is. Uh, yeah. Okay. Listen, we all make mistakes. <laughs> But after they're done being made, we all recognize them as mistakes. We made a mistake together. (laughs) Somehow, this gremlin has gotten away in the past 15 years and thought, oh, this is a neat story. And you just get that syndrome where it's like, hey, we should tell this thing because it gets people (laughs) interested in what we're doing. But they don't understand what the difference between interested and really freaked out by and seeing how many times you'll do it. And boy, is it more than you'd expect. There was women present. Like, not even, like, younger women in in this room. I mean, like, old, like, 60, 50-year-old women in this room. And one lady walked out. 
One lady just walked, stopped eating her lunch and walked out. I don't. Where I'm sitting there crying. (laughs) There's two kind of people in this world, and I'm sitting there mortified and crying my eyes out that this man is telling this story. And I'm telling, I'm asking him, what brought you to that point? What brought you to the point of putting a random sock, mind you? That's the big kicker as well. A no, random no, no, no. sock. No, no, no. Wait, hold on. Let's Inside di- of a Pikachu. No, no, no. Hold on. Let's let's take that back a second and dissect <laughs> that. So he says a random sock. And for some reason, the identity of this sock somehow absolves him of responsibility. Because in his mind, if I admit that it was my sock, I'm gay. If I admit that it was her <laughs> sock, I'm, I am sexually assaulting somebody. So all of a sudden, this sock has no identity. It is Moses in a basket floating down the river, no parents, and just existing in this room. You're telling me. The chosen you, one. <laughs> you're at your girlfriend's house, and a sock appears. Was Dobby there? Did Was it Dobby's sock? <laughs> How did you get this sock? But somehow, in your mind, lying about this specific moment absolves you of some weirdness of this action. Like, as if that's the part that people are going to be upset about. Not the fact that you were so worked up you had to fuck a stuffed animal, but had the forethought to put something in it, lest you sully the animal. What did you do with the sock after afterwards? Where'd you put it? Who did you return it to? What's going on did you leave it in the pikachu that pikachu just looking like a boston cream donut just looking at you like oh pikachu pika Pika. (laughs) (laughs) like what is going on you know what i think we need another flood as soon as you said said dobby i just imagined him like right before putting it he goes dobby's so free of (laughs) Dobby has given <laughs> Brony has given Dobby a penis. Dobby is a house elf. <laughs> oh my god. Oh Dude. no. Yeah, it's so bad. I I did not have that story written down at all to tell today, but I'm happy I I, <laughs> I thought of it cuz as soon as you said Brony I was just like Boom, his face just popped up in my head because it is scar. That is scar tissue. Imagine how that Pikachu feels. Every time he gets released from the Pokeball, it wants right back in. Looks around (laughs) the stadium. It's got his tail between his legs. Yeah. Looks around the stadium of people with socks on. He's like, please, no. Not once more. (laughs) Not again. (laughs) Oh, yeah. But, yeah, those people, bronies are bad. I just want to say, bronies are. You ever you ever hear the story about the about the brony community? I've I've seen the documentary a little bit, but not the story. I I could be wrong about the community, but I'm pretty sure I'm not. There was a story uh, about this one kid who watched the show, who was dying, and his make a wish was to be a a pony. Or like it was a, a girl or a guy or something, but it was like an eight, nine-year-old kid had to make a wish to be a pony on the show. And they made him a pony on the show, but the My Little Pony people knowing about how there's an alt version of this community said, listen, guys, we know what y'all do with some of these episodes. Can you please not do that thing with this one? Because this one is for a, a kid who is Dying. not yeah really Ill. yeah the most drawn of all of them i will not hear that they're men engaging in strange behavior they're a terrorist group <laughs> <laughs> and for those of you that did not catch the drawn part of it like oh well, so that's they plenty. just drew nope. him nope that's no. plenty no. no rule 34 End it there. If you want to go look up what that means, go look it up. Rule 34. It's not going to take you anywhere bad right off the bat. Hopefully, it'll take you to Urban Dictionary. You'll understand. It'll, it'll help you out with this conversation because they are, they are a disease among men. And that story alone, if that doesn't haunt you, I'm sure there's worse out there because... 
some of them actually meet up with other people that are into it. And this is what I'm talking about. It's nice to be able to develop a community, but we can't have nice things. I remember one time I was really into guitars when I was younger and I was like 10, 11, 12 trolling the internet looking for different guitars that I could buy. And this was like working with my dad, making like summer money, like doing chores around the house and then you'd save it up and then you'd look for a really good deal and then you'd go and spend, you know, you know pretty fortunate kid like $400 that you'd saved up over like six months to go buy the thing that you wanted to buy and I remember I used to just be on these forums that talked about guitars and I found a dude in Orlando that was like hey I would love your guitar and you want my guitar let's meet up and I told my mom about it and she was like okay are we doing it in a public space yes we are are we doing it at a guitar shop yeah we are okay I'll drive you down I handed him money, I handed him my guitar, he handed me his guitar, and we went on about our day. Is that an incredibly unsafe interaction? Kind of. Kind of. (laughs) But also, it's incredible that that's a thing that can just happen, and that dude had no idea that I was a child. (laughs) Zero clue that I was a child. Just two people. meeting up. Yeah. yeah, Two two people. Two people just transacting Chris some Hansen? business. Yeah. <laughs> Two people just transacting some business. Now, there's another person. I need you to change my G string. Yeah. Now, there's another version of me who just gets on 4chan at 13, and then we never hear about that kid again. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. That's. 4chan was dark. I, I think. I think for is. Well, because most people go on Reddit, but like. Reddit, Reddit is just, dark. yeah, Reddit's, but honestly, Reddit's like softcore compared to how far the chans go. Because you have 7chan, you have 8chan, like those things. HBO could, has a great, HBO has a great documentary on 8chan if anybody's super into internet culture. I would, I would highly recommend looking at how fucking crazy that site is. 8chan's it, the gore one, right? Oh, well, it's not, it's not, I mean, it's the same as 4chan, but like 4chan, has a little bit of moderation to it or has become yeah, increasingly more moderate. Yeah. Eight yeah, Chan eight Chan is is basically like as long as it's not child porn, we don't touch it. And and so um But there was a Chan that had child porn. Which I think was eight, which I think eight. was eight and four yeah. Chan at some point in their respective careers. But yeah. um but I will say like like Reddit like obviously there were there's a lot of four Chan and Reddit users, but like Reddit like five years ago was like back in the fat people, the R fat people hate, the R incel, the R, um, oh God, there were so many bad ones that were just like, yo, this is just an absolute pool of toxicity. Water niggas. (laughs) Yeah. That's a weird, that's a weird one. That's, you know what that is? That's chaotic good. That's what chaotic good looks like. Water niggas. And you think it's just about like, oh, what? It's racism about like black people can't swim or something like No, it's just a form of guys just making sure you drink your water. It was incredible. It it, it was it was as wholesome as you could possibly it was as wholesome as you could possibly get. Just memes of people making up funny things about making sure you drink your water or how much Most water of them they were drink. White. <laughs> Most yeah. of them were white. Yeah. So they had to shut it down and rename it something else. And then the Hydro Homies community became a thing. <laughs> Jeez, we're really we're really going into depth. With I, we we've touched so much of the internet without talking about it, without talking about traditional social media or childish Gambino. Yeah, or childish Gambino. <laughs> but yeah, there. It, I don't know. It's it's wild as hell. Just to just to look back at some of the. Uh, I don't know some of the weird stuff that's come out of like this internet age and thinking about like what a wild west it used to be. And we're going to get 20 years, 30 years down the road and think back on these times now when everybody's talking about censorship and realize how uncensored all of this stuff. It was unreal. It was at our fingertips. Like right now you can go get any movie you want to. Yeah. And it's not, but back then it was harder because you weren't getting the, primo movies and stuff like Mm -hmm. back then 
what we used to entertain ourselves was fucking insane. Mm-hmm. Uh, undisputedly, like, this should not be seen by human. This is not human consumption. Like, mm-hmm. especially if kids can get to it. But it, yeah. we were able to. We were able to. Like, going back to the, the shock scare videos of, like, BME Pain Olympics. You see a guy chop his fucking balls off. People, even though the first first one was fake but the second one it was very real people didn't know people didn't know what web filters were like it hadn't it hadn't progressed to that point yet of like hey we can we can block things that are labeled a certain way like the internet hadn't even gotten to that point where they're like we know what this website is and what it does let's not allow it in public spaces there was none of that and and again when we move 20 years from right now i guarantee you people will look back and be like you were able to just like go on and like stream fights that you didn't pay for? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. It, 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 the internet's just... The way it's developed into right now seems very... I, wanna, I don't want to say wholesome. It's still a chaotic place. More so than ever... Because it's now like reversing the wrongdoings of what we grew up on. Now it's like the kids that are growing up on now is like realizing these things are bad. We don't want to see it. But we're also going to bully people out of doing these things because it's bad. And so it's just like a reverse like, oh, hey, we used to bully people for liking things. And now it's like we're bullying people because we're against what they like. Mm-hmm. And it, it it's just... Like the whole cancel culture and everything, which I'm not saying I'm against, but it's also just another like niche of like violence of the internet. Like it's still a thing. Like you could still have culty type of stuff that is still a little weird at times. Like, like I don't know. Like there's some. Like I say, I always say that cancel culture. There's certain things that absolutely yes, but then it goes too far. It gets too far to a point where it's like. What is what? What are we nitpicking at? Like a great, like a great example is that uh, is that Tour de France uh, person with the sign. You saw, you saw, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So like this, I mean, don't get me wrong. Nobody's gonna defend what she was doing. It was stupid. It is what it is. But like, she hits this guy you know, with a bike, or sorry, she doesn't hit the guy with a bike. She hits a guy, a guy with a bike rides into her sign, crashes a whole bunch of Tour de France people. Is what it is. But. The issue is that the Tour de France was like, yeah, we're going to sue her. What? Why? Those are your barriers? The little piece of nylon rope that couldn't stop somebody from sticking their hand over the top? Let's reexamine. Secondly, um, a whole bunch of people being like, oh, we're going to go find her. Why? Why? Is anyone dead? Yeah, sorry. Your guy's not going to make it this year. Why are you – I mean, you can be a little mad at her, but at the end of the day, why doesn't the – person who's like imagine you were at a basketball game and the lights didn't turn on what are you like gonna go hunt the light operator where where's that like where's that light guy yeah who did like, pay the bill yeah it's like yeah exactly but you find out the bill hadn't been paid for it's like yo let's kill the lighting operator what why how about how about we start pointing this the right way it's like it's their job to keep the lights on but it's even like the comments where uh, the Olympia who was going to do the hundred meter run, uh, Shakira or not Shakira, uh, Shakari, 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 Shakari Richardson, um, testing positive for marijuana. Yeah, and they're like, "Yeah, you can't do it." Hey, marijuana's never gave anybody an advantage in anything. In Why? Yeah. Why does this matter? There was uh when when it happened to Michael Phelps, there was a bunch of comedians that had the exact same Bro, take they on it. The fuck out of Michael Phelps. Yeah, but their their point was like for marijuana, they should give him an extra gold medal and tell him what a great job he's doing out there. Yeah. <laughs> Michael Phelps Why beat you high, bro. If anything, that is a hindrance to performance. So you you mean you're going to disqualify her because you think she could do better? <laughs> <laughs> okay you've clearly won we're giving everybody else a chance whoa 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 whoa! you you did great and you're you're qualified but you were high whoa, whoa, whoa. we don't want that smoke you're disqualified we, we don't want that smoke you could run a millisecond faster no don't want it yeah. get out of here that shit is. 
Yep. She's out of the Olympics and we're out of time. All right, go, go, go ahead and send them off. All right, Quinn, where can they find you? Uh, Quinn tweets on Facebook. Uh, nope. Uh, Quinn tweets on Twitter. and it's, I don't know why I said that. Quinn tweets on Twitter <laughs> and Instagram. <laughs> Y'all can find me on Twitter at Welly Boyce and on Instagram and TikTok at Wellington Boyce. And you can find this podcast on YouTube and also TikTok. And also, I didn't realize that we never announced we have an Instagram. We have an Instagram account, hasn't been posted yeah. on in probably about four, yeah. five, six, eight weeks. But yeah, whenever our whenever our clip guy gets back from vacation, he'll start posting clips again. <laughs> he he was on vacation over here. Now he's on vacation back home. So we'll we'll, we'll figure it all things out. But uh, yeah, so we also have an Instagram. So if y'all would like to follow that as well, I'm pretty sure it's Safe Space for the Property Podcast. Pod. It's just Pod. Yeah, okay. same Safe Space for the Property Pod. Yeah. So, and with that, we will see y'all absolutely next week. Maybe. (laughs) We'll see. (laughs) Call us. Bye. Bye.